Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to Scoundrels, Inc., your favorite home for all things Star Wars. Today, we're going to be discussing The Bad Batch, Episode 3. Solitary. Solitary Soldier. soldier. Clone. Soldier? Clone? So, I don't know. Something <laughs> like that. I don't remember the episode title. doesn't matter. Look, guys, this is coming out on Thursday, the 12th of January. January. Thank you. That's the, that's what is the this, speaking spell. What are you guys that's doing? the month we're in. <laughs> but guys, look, if you don't like Bad Batch and you're tuning into this, that's fine. This will be a quick one. But Monday, we got a banger of an episode. Big, long, two-hour discussion of Star Wars Return of the Jedi, which we unanimously think is the best nah. Star Wars well, movie. Well, I don't well, think that's well, unanimous. Well, don't forget to uh, you know like, subscribe, hit all those wonderful buttons below. I don't care which buttons you hit. Just hit some of them. And then go to our Twitter, our Instagram, and our TikTok. TikTok. And, uh, you know, hit a like or a follow or a subscribe there and, and stay tuned for more scoundrels coming your way every week, every night, every day. We're here. We're here and we're family. Because <laughs> it's Olive Garden. Bad bad. <laughs> we're the Olive Garden of Star Wars podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Unlimited soup, salad, or breadsticks. <laughs> uh, I'm, you know what? I'm a breadsticks guy. Look at me. Do, do you think I'm a salad guy? <laughs> uh, that's a tough question. I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm between breadsticks and soup. I mean, you know, you can get a gluten free chicken parm at Olive Garden now. They give you gluten free pasta on the side, but the chicken's not breaded. It's just grilled chicken parm. Huh. I feel like I don't know if it's a contamination thing, but they could get gluten free breadcrumbs if they tried. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think they want to though. No. But are you gluten free now? I'm supposed to be. It's, it's, supposed okay. to be. it's hard. I had a salad earlier today, and after I ate it, I'm like, I feel kind of crappy. And then I looked at the dressing ingredients, and it said it's wheat good. on yeah. it. <laughs> Is it a thousand percent gluten? Anyways, speaking of looking at the ingredients and seeing wheat, guys, this episode we get to follow Crosshair. Oh yes, we the do. homie good Crosshair. Soldiers follow. So I want to start off. I want to start off. That's pretty good. That's really good. I didn't know I could do Holy that. Holy crap! I want to start off by saying. Uh, I was a bit negative on the Bad Batches last week. You were? Uh, this week, oh man, I'm fucking hyped. What did I tell you before we rolled about what I think about this episode, Sean? Uh, you said that this was your favorite. One of. One of your favorite Star Wars 
even better than Empire. Did not say that. <laughs> I did not say you said, that. You said this episode of The Bad Batch is even better than Empire. Did not like, say that. I you know said, what's better than Obi-Wan and Anakin? Crosshair and Cody. <laughs> you know what I gotta say? Dude. They make a great They make a great <laughs> team. A good pair. I said this is one of my favorite animated episodes of Star Wars ever. Agreed. One of them. I agree. Um, not the, but one of. I mean, it's, there's a lot of animated. You're not Star really Wars. selling me on Star Wars animation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of animated Star Wars. It's definitely in my top twenty, top twenty. Easily, like Easily I liked this episode, sure. but if this is the cream of the crop. I don't know if I want to watch the rest. Well, it's the cream of the crop for what this show is. Yes, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because the problem, the problem is, this show is not a show. You know, if if I may, if if you put it within the clone centric episodes, yes. ooh, mm. this might be in the top five for sure i like i like that it was just like all about crosshair if we didn't and see cody. the rest of the and cody, too, and, yeah. and cody yeah of course um and like setting up more for cody in the future yeah um i like so i like that we kind of took a break from the other ba- the rest of i the bad i agree yeah. because yeah. because i do think and this had a more serious tone mm-hmm. to it it had a, yeah. more, had a more adult tone um it gave us what i love about the clone episodes in clone wars it almost feels like it's up there with the Umbara arc for me mm-hmm. as far as like clone action. And I like that it was nice. 30 minutes of because it was a little it wasn't it was, 30, it was 29 it was, it was a, minutes. It was a full length, you know, yeah. animation. Uh, it was a blast. And um, I loved that, you know, they go to the soldiers monument oh, or yeah. heroes. What are they? I have it written yeah, I think it was a soldiers memorial. Yeah, soldiers memorial. Which is kind of like interesting that. The Empire would even have a thing. Well, so I do want to point out. Okay. The wall that we see is not the names of clones because it's all. Would be numbers. It's fr- well, right. it's all first last yeah. on the name. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at what any of the names were. So if you want that, go to another Star Wars podcast that's got the time to do that. We don't got the time <laughs> to do that. But I'm sure someone has translated that wall for us. But. It is all first first name last name, okay. Which means it wouldn't be clones, because clone, yeah. even if they're using their names, they would be using first names only, right? So, um, but we do have that big statue, that big pillar with the three clone troopers. Yeah, on yeah. It. It, it was just really kind of cool. like kind of like Jetta, almost like yeah, reminding me of, a little bit of Jetta yeah, yeah, yeah. as far as that goes. Um, I I love the interaction with um with Rampart and Crosshair. Oh yeah, very um, and and where you know, um, going going a little farther in the episode, but. Crosshair refers to you know, CT whatever, and two 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 nine or something like that. Whatever Cody's clone yeah. number is, and he calls him Cody, and Rampart's like a Cody. I don't know who <laughs> Cody right, is. Right. Um, <laughs> this is the number. And he's like, oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. one. Oh yeah, that guy. I yeah, got the number well. member. Yeah, I know yeah. all the numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it was a great episode. Uh, Desix was a really cool looking planet. Mm-hmm. A lot of the shots reminded me of Warhammer 40k. Okay. Um, big hive city with uh, you know indentured servants, almost workers, just mm-hmm. you know thriving. Um, go ahead. I will say I do miss the clankers, man. Oh I yeah. Miss, well, I, I miss fighting the clankers. Well, what man. I was gonna say was so this 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 episode does such a good job of showing showcasing the droids. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because it shows us you know each class of droid that we're that we really are well versed in. Except for the, super battle droids, we didn't get those. Uh, was there a mm. shot with Super Battle? I don't know if they call no? scene one. Maybe. No, okay. I, I think that was the so. only variation left. Interesting. Out. Yeah. Well, um, or one of the variations. But guess, but aside from that, we've yeah. got you know we've got all the other uh, droid units. Um, I mean, as far as yeah, 
the way they use droidicas was great. Oh, hell um, yeah. And the way they use those fucking commando droids, because I love the commando Dude, droids. Dude, the commando droids are awesome. They're, they're, they're a scary freaking droid unit. Very and, much so. And the way they're used in the Clone Wars is sometimes silly, because they bounce around. Like, the way they bounce around is sometimes a little silly. This felt really tactical, the way they moved. And it felt really imposing, yes, yeah. right? Because they're doing it to get angles and not just to be bouncy, you know? Um, yeah, I think overall, I mean, it was just an action episode, right? Like, we don't have mm-hmm. a... I mean, more have, or less. We have some stuff we're going to dive into in a minute, but, like, for the for the bulk of the episode, it, it's an action episode. Right? And I'm generally pretty hard on the action for this series mm-hmm. just because I feel like it's a little too repetitive at times but this action i thought was very inventive for some of the things they were doing yeah and with crosshair and cody teaming up and as well as some of the other clones and, and whatnot uh because you had talked about the the um well the, the, the little mirrors. the mirror yeah, stuff the, was, that was like, really cool yeah. i was i think we see those in the so in the clone wars with um Crosshair. Okay, but Co- I mean, yeah, because Cody's like, where do I throw it? And Crosshair's like, dude, just I, I, he's it. like, I'm so good, just, <laughs> just throw, throw it, it anywhere. Yeah. He says, just throw, throw as as it hard. Can, as hard as 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 I kind of yeah. like this. It's interesting. I don't know if, like, I want to learn more about these mirrors because, like, obviously, it takes like it would take two very specific angles. Yeah, I know for you to like hit what you want. Thank you, Frank. Um, I thought about the and, same and, thing, but, but 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 then maybe I'm like, maybe these are like special mirrors that kind of account for that, and they like. Maybe move independently a little bit. Maybe it could also be if they're domed a certain way. Yeah, I don't know. If they're convex or concave a certain way, he might sure. be able to angle it's himself. Cool. Either way, it was a it's really cool. cool little thing that I can't recall seeing. Maybe it no. wasn't the Clone Wars, My, but um, I, I think mm-hmm. I think one of the episodes of the Clone Wars had okay. one mirror. I don't think it was used in the same way. Okay, yeah, this, I mean, and it was such a cool. He used it when it was it. still in the air. <laughs> yes. Yeah, which was really cool. He waited great. for it to like. He was like Babe Ruth. Yeah, and just like. It, you know. uh, my favorite, my favorite moment was the was when they're fighting the, the droidica, and one of the clones throws yes. the sticky, sticky bomb, bomb on the dro- sh- on the droid. They shock the droid, and then the droid falls into the droidica shield. It was great. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, lot of great inventive yeah. um, tactics. He tactics. waits for the like the tank like barrel to come Which all I, the way again, down. Again, I think we've whether right whether or not oh, we've seen great. it. In, that was whether or not we've seen that in Star Wars. I've seen that before in other things. Sure, but, but yeah, it was just really and cool. And the sound effect it was like sunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, it was, was cool because, like, obviously, like, yeah, I think you see like people like throw like grenades and stuff, yeah. and, like war movies, but like he just had like a rifle and he just like right. timed <laughs> it perfectly. A crosshair just just yeah. showed how deadly is. He's like Hawkeye with that thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hence the um, name, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like you know Hawkeye, Bullseye, <laughs> Deadshot. I loved, right, right. I loved the the layout of Desix where it's this like almost like what you imagine out of Greek or Roman mythology for, well, Greek mythology mm-hmm. for um, uh, Crete, for Minos, which is the where the labyrinth is. Mm-hmm. You know, it very much reminded me of that, where it's this big, almost labyrinth-like palace, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, the city is all built into itself, and so they have to work their way through it, work their way up, and, and um, I could have seen a whole other... I think you could have done this episode. Not that it had to be, but I think that you could do this episode twice as long and still have interesting things to show in that layout and how they were doing, um, doing the action. Um, I like these new like stormtroopers, like with like the proto stormtrooper oh, yeah, armor. Yeah, almost. So I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Because the helmets are, the helmets are interesting. Yeah. I kind of dig it. I dig them too. I think they, look, I, like them. I think yeah. they look great. They're, they're really, um, they really remind me of the Macquarie art. They, mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, yeah. But, um, they also remind me, they look a little bit like the, um, which you didn't see Rebels, but no. um, in Rebels, the 
stormtrooper trainees. Oh yeah, have yeah, yeah. helmets right. like that. Mm-hmm. But these almost look like they're two piece helmets, like the Vader helmet. Yeah. So they remind me of the Vader helmet in that, like, like that top part looks like a separate piece that could come off, and then the front comes off. So like um, obviously they're integrating stormtroopers into the military. Ah, now, I got to know uh, on this. But uh, I mean, do we think that they send the clones in because they still don't have enough stormtrooper volunteers, or no, because just cannon fodder? Yeah, they just don't care if the storm if the clone troopers live or die. Okay, so I got two notes on this. So first, when we see Crosshair first sit down mm-hmm. in um the lunchroom in the yeah, lunchroom, which by the way the o- ambient sound in that mm-hmm. thing, I was like, yo, that's just like. Gen- generic cafeteria yeah. like atmosphere and I thought it was so interesting to just in this setting right it just was well, really interesting. but we do hear we do overhear some of the clones talking about I think it was like a military enlistment act or the military yes. enlistment program and how let's hope that doesn't pass right um, the second thing was it's pretty clear how they're using the clones and the stormtroopers differently I think there is something to be said about about your point of view mm-hmm. that it's possibly possible that they're using the clones as disposable. But what I think it is, is the clones are still fighting a war. The stormtroopers are occupation. Yes. Troops. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's definitely the way, because the way it's framed at the end of the episode, yeah, you have the clones leaving the planet while the stormtroopers are being dispatched onto the planet. So the clones are still there to fight wars. They're still there to conquer and take, enemy held positions whereas the clone troopers are there as a occupying police force because the 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 ne- the necessity for stormtroopers is not to fight a war they're right. they're a unit of fear it's almost as if you had put if you put clones doing the jobs that you're having stormtroopers doing they're over equipped for it and they're going to get bored and they're not they're not suited for occupation duties right. whereas stormtroopers are just normal people you know, and right or now fanatical about the empire. Well, but right now, not necessarily, and right now they're not necessarily even trained mm-hmm. to fight to the yeah, level. None of them that, have seen combat, you know, more or less, right? So, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I think that that's the difference. I actually have had that written down. It's mm-hmm. funny that you brought that up because <laughs> I had that written down. I'm like, I find that so interesting that we're seeing the difference in how they use the two units. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I I thought that was super cool. Yeah. I like I like seeing more of Cody. I like we kind of see this like character development mm-hmm. of him and him still trying to do things the old ways, like like the way that you by the book, yeah, like the Republic, <laughs> yeah. like like yeah, oh yeah. we can reach a peaceful resolution. And oh man, the the uh, the new governor saying no executor, like yeah, yeah. Well, let's get let's get this into how that we scene. roll now, baby. Yeah, let's get into that scene because this is where Cody is. You know, he's had a conversation with Crosshair already. Mm-hmm. You know about. Yeah. When they first meet up, talking about you know whether or not Order sixty six, you know, and so there's this talk of like, or at least there seems to be a thought within Cody of like, man, was Order sixty six like the right way to go? Well, about and he things? says, and, and he says a lot of a lot of soldiers had doubts after yeah mm-hmm. Order sixty six, which is, which really is an interesting question about if the the chip just how much control does that chip have and right. for how long, and, and you would think. At some level, the Empire would know, like the duration of how powerful mm-hmm. that those chips are, or if they maybe they don't know. I don't know. Well, there's an episode in in the Clone Wars where they're kind of investigating that a little bit with right. fives. Um, uh, I mean, it's a biochip, so hypothetically, it would be absorbed once it's served its purpose. It's probably absorb absorbable by yeah the biology. But mm-hmm. um, 
it's very interesting, right? Because it seems like once they triggered, they only have a certain amount of effectiveness. And I'm wondering if they're removing some chips as like a method of like, hey, maybe I you've don't know. served you've served that purpose already. Now this is almost a liability. Yeah, because right. like they all got to know they've they've been chips at this point, right? Yeah, I think <laughs> so, they all understand. So that like, they've been so chipped. like, what does that do to or, then to or a clone? Whether, whether or not they're actually chipped, they all have to understand that there was some form of programming there. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't think it's healthy for the clones to have gone through that because even like that first shot, like the way they linger on Cody and the look on mm-hmm. Cody's face, which amazing that they can accomplish. Oh, that in animation. that's actually really good, really good to point that out because that actually that shot actually I was like, man, this is. Like whoa, this is a way yeah. more cinematic shot than you normally get with this type of show. Yeah, it was it was done so well, and I think that's maybe what I like about this episode. the The characters in this episode were were, yeah, they're cartoons, but they're not cartoonish, right? And the Bad Batch is a little bit cartoonish, right? Mm-hmm. They're a little bit one note, like the 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 actual Clone Force ninety nine. They're a little bit one note. They're a little bit, you know, satirical, a little goofy. Maybe yeah. not the right word, yeah. but they're yeah, they're a little goofy. They're 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 the Ninja Turtles, whereas here, Cody is a fully fleshed out character from the Clone Wars, right? And they kind of made Crosshair a pretty deep character in this, but you can also you also don't have to do as much when you have a mostly silent character in and, Crosshair. And when Rampart's talking to Crosshair, he's like, "Yo, we left you there for dead, <laughs> and you you're still." Uh, walking around these halls like waiting for an assignment. All right, I got something for you. Can you say I am a loyal soldier of the Empire? I am a loyal soldier of the Empire. Yeah, that was great. It kind of gives me a little uh, Thrawn vibes. His, his voice, a little Thrawn. I mean, yeah. he's you know he's the um, you know what cold about blooded. Cody? <laughs> yeah, cold blooded killer archetype, right? Like, sure. I mean, sure. He's he's so he's such a great character. Um, but I do like that Cody's getting the wheels spinning in Crosshair. Yeah, and and we'll we'll get to that. I think. Mm. Um, Why not now? Uh, because I think we don't have a lot to talk about on this episode anyway, so yeah, let's save that for... Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, <Well. laughs> but yeah, sure. Whatever Cody, Cody defects. He goes AWOL. End of episode. Yep. Um, <laughs> end of episode. Do yeah. we... I, I haven't watched Rebels. Do we know what no. happens to Cody? No, this is our first time okay. seeing yeah. Cody. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, this is our first time seeing Cody. There is some implication that Cody, and I don't know where this comes from. I think this comes from either Legends or just mm-hmm. speculation. There was some speculation that Cody would be helping train the new stormtroopers. Uh, it doesn't seem like that's the, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it definitely good. seems like like when when he tells him, yeah, Cody went, you know, CT two 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 nine four five six seven two O D. Yeah, yeah, two O D. No, he's not a he's not a droid. Uh, but yeah, when you know Cody has gone AWOL, um, it does seem like Crosshair almost has a moment of like reflection upon yeah. hearing that. Cause Cody, like he should have saw it coming, like, oh. Yeah, like, you well, no, almost that? like that maybe he's wondering, because to me, Cody, if you contrast Cody and Rex, right, like, Rex is a little bit more of a loose cannon in the same way that Anakin is mm-hmm. than Cody. Yeah. And so, you know, Cody is kind of this this exemplary good soldier, you know. We hear him in this episode say, good soldiers follow orders. Sure. He says it to Crosshair. Yeah, he does. Yeah. You know, and it's it's it's, you know. Um, to know that Cody has gone AWOL, it's kind of saying a lot. And I think for for me, I took that as a moment of reflection from Crosshair of like, huh, if Cody can go AWOL, you know, anyone could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe because in the bat, when we left, you know, Crosshair in the last episode, yeah, Crosshair was still resolved to to fight with the Empire. 
and fight for the Empire. But there was still a little bit of that reflection of, oh, maybe we are going to get to see a redeemed Crosshair. And then you're like, well, then he kills um, the mayor. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't bug me about his redemption arc. No, no, it doesn't bug me either. But it just it, it's it's more or less what it means for Cody in that mm-hmm. moment because Cody didn't have to. I thought the same thing. Cody didn't have to make the decision to kill someone that he had just accepted a surrender for. Right. Crosshair made that decision for him and made it so that Cody was still. Crosshair it, almost did him a favor. Crosshair yeah, did I, do I, favor. I see it as Crosshair doing. Him yeah. A favor. Do we yeah. think that consciously Crosshair did it to protect Cody? Um, I think. Maybe a little I bit. I don't think so. I think Crosshair's still trying to prove his, continually mm-hmm. trying to prove his worth to the Empire. So I see it as maybe a little bit, Brandon. Um, I think that it's possible that he was making it so Cody didn't have to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, if it, But if anything, that seems uncharacteristic of Crosshair, because I still think Crosshair would be someone who would want to see Cody prove, you know, prove mm-hmm. it, right? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know. It's super, super interesting. I will say, Cody looks bitching with the gray tint mm. to his armor. And oh, sure. I, I, at first I was like, oh, it's kind of boring. They got rid of the yellow. And then the more they showed it, I'm like, that's a good look. It's that, pretty sweet. That yeah. design of the helmet looks really good with the gray. And a little bit of design in the gray was really good. I always pick up on the visual shit. You do. You do. Sorry. Um, no, no, no. I think I, I think... I love all the designs, really, in some form or mm-hmm. some shape or form. Um, but uh, I also want to point out, yeah. Nova went Nova. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard when the clone trooper oh named Nova gosh. exploded. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was great. <laughs> that was funny. Um, but man, like that that whole again that sequence of Crosshair Cody um, and that other Imperial, I forget his name, with the with the hostage situation, mm-hmm. you know. That was such yeah, governor. That was such. A pr- it was pretty intense yeah. for what is still a kids show, right? Um, and I well, think, and I think and we've we've talked about it. Will Bad Batch follow the same type of trajectory where does it get a little bit more older, a little more mature, a little more darker, mm-hmm. like the other series have with Clone Wars and Rebels? And like, yeah, this is an indication that Bad Batch can go in that direction. I don't expect next week to also be super mm-hmm. dark like this either, but. It's it's le- I think it lets me know that yeah we're gonna get into some heavy stuff especially when Crosshair comes back into the picture with Cody Cody and the Bad Batch the rest of those guys so like there's still more heavy stuff to be had uh, in future episodes I feel like but we still will get some feel good jovial sure you know, and I, um, stories as well I think I just have a little bit of a problem when they oscillate so heavily between the two hmm. right it's not a subtle shift between it's just like Hey, last episode, like, yeah, there was some deeper stuff going on in last episode, in the last two episodes, but like, the it was not the same tone remotely. Sure, you know, and not that I think that a show should keep the same tone throughout the whole thing. Did you notice the the music in this episode? I didn't. It's very reminiscent of the last four episodes of Clone Wars. Interesting. That well, vibe, I felt like that, like Blade this, Runner vibery vibe vibery. This episode, I think vibro blade. <laughs> I think yes. you could you could change the context of this episode a little bit, and it's a Clone Wars episode, and I mean that sure. in a good in a good way, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it it feels like it sh- it should be able to feel like that because we are dealing with right. We're this is an extension Clones. of that, yeah. And it's an extension of that, but, but I don't feel but, like the rest of the series has go, done that well. Go back and listen to the music in I this will. Uh, in this well, episode. It's, I, it's outstanding. Kevin know, Kiner again like, is outstanding. like everything. I rewatch it with you know 
with Jill because she doesn't want to stay up till midnight sure, and sure, watch sure. it. So, um, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I fucking loved it. I mean, it's great. Another thing I'd like to point out is though, like the the rightful governor of the planet, not the imperial right. one, but the one that was holding a blaster to his head. Uh, when she lets him go, it I it, it seems to me like she let him go knowing that she was gonna die. Like this, but she wanted. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To see the conflict mm-hmm. in Cody. Like, she wanted, like, she, like, because Cody's, like, sitting there going, like, oh, the Empire is a pe- is peaceful and ordered. Like, we're going to reach a peaceful resolution. And she knows that's not the case. And she's like, I'm going to show this trooper that the Empire is not peaceful by sacrificing my own life in front of him. That's interesting. And then I don't know that I agree. And with then maybe that spreads I mean, she's, a, a moral message one person at a time throughout right. the galaxy. She was going to die no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, to me it was to me I was reading it as as kind of like she wanted to see if hey, mm. maybe I am wrong, right? Maybe, maybe yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's worth it to find out. Um, yeah. That's how I read it, but I like that take that I just don't know that everyone's going to see clones that way, especially not uh, separatists, <laughs> right. you know. Right, right. But, I mean, it, it was super, you know, this reminds me of like when the rebels fought the battle droids, right? Like it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, um, you know, it harkens back to the Clone Wars in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Um, and intentionally so, right? Like it shows that the Empire doesn't have complete control yet. And it's, it's doing that thing of the, the early days of the clone, of the, of the Empire that I really liked when they were done in the in the first season um maybe even more so than some of the um other stories they tell in the first season so i'm i was very happy with this episode very very happy yeah i'm curious to see uh you know next week's episode and see how they build off of this if they if this episode will pick up you know from like will we see cody next episode i don't know Probably not, but no. Um, I think we'll see him. I think we'll see because we know that Rex is going to contact. The oh, right, right, right. So right. I think it's going to have to do with that. Okay, mm-hmm. that'd be cool too. I mean, that's gonna be yeah. Like, there's gonna be I think a lot more interesting stories like this one mm-hmm. um, ahead in the series. Well, I it's hope. just it's again, it's just like Rebels, right? The first season of Rebels is a little bit piecemeal, just like the first season sure. of the series was, and this season seems like it's getting into a little more of the meat of what their overall plot line is going to be. Yeah. And I'm very excited to see where that goes. Yeah. I'm really invested in Crosshair as a character because he's right now at this crossroads mm-hmm. of which way is he going to... I mean, we all know that if he continues with the Empire, he's going to get burned by the Empire. Mm-hmm. Like, they're sure. going to, you know, um, waste him one way or another, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still of the opinion I think we'll see a redemption, a redemption mm-hmm. from him. Um, I don't know in what way, but I think we will. And we'll see if he lives long enough to, <laughs> or, yeah. or, or live after the redemption. You know, which, oh, I don't think he will. Yeah, think so. yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Maybe, on, I mean, he's going on a new mission. Maybe on his new mission, he's in a similar situation, but this time he points the blaster at the yeah. Imperial sure, officer. We definitely or, see, well, I yeah. think we'll see... Other clone commander or something. No, I think his mission is going to be to go after... Cody? Co- oh. The Bad Batch. Mm. Oh, Yeah. Right, because I think kinda... I think Rampart wants to test his loyalty. Right, he keeps he wants he's going to continue to test the loyalty. Yeah, of, because of Rampart Crosshair. because and Rampart wants Crosshair to fail. 
Rampart's trying yeah. to prove that, and he has been since season one, he's trying to prove that the clones are not fit yeah. for service. So um, it's an interesting take on an Imperial commander. And I really <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's an interesting dude. <laughs> but he's, he's pretty dark. <laughs> he's very dark, yeah. And I, I really yeah. like him as a, as a character. And just oh. the whole way he, he acknowledges Crosshair just always on his data pad. Yeah, well, like, they're they're a tool because because here's the thing, right? It's there's this idea that how do the, you know, in Star Wars, you can almost tell the value of a character on the way they treat droids. Sure. Um, the Empire doesn't treat droids like people. That's why, um, you know, Iden does not give her probe droid a name mm. until she joins the rebellion, right? And I don't remember what that name yeah, is. Yeah, forget. But no, doesn't too. matter. Um. It's not the name isn't the point. Uh, these Imperial officers are viewing the clones in the same way they view the droids, right? And there's that line from Cody. Cody says that that's the difference between us and droids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. He says yeah. we can. Uh, we have to live with our decisions, yeah. right? And the droids don't. Um, we can make our own decisions, and we have to live with our we decisions. We have to live with them, yeah. Because it's important, and something that's established in the Clone Wars is that the clones are individuals, right? Um. The, the droids are not, and that's what makes the difference. I like that line but too because it's such a shot at Crosshair as well. Sure, you know, yeah. But also, it 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 goes to hammer down that point of the Imperials do not see the clones as people; yeah, yeah. they see them as no better than droids. And Rampart does not treat the clones mm-hmm. any better than droids, right? It's interesting to me that like for them to see the clones as like unfit for the Imperial military. I mean, they they won the Clone Wars and they eradicated the Jedi. Right. <laughs> right. That seems like a pretty good resume to yeah, me. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Like, they're fully... Yes, they are fully capable, but the Empire cannot rely on them mm-hmm. due to the fact well, that but you all also, these troops are going AWOL. But you also right? have to remember, there's going to be some number of Imperial Stormtroopers, especially once they start mm-hmm. conscripting them sure. instead of just enlisting them, that are also going to go AWOL or, you know, be disagreeable. Yeah, yeah. There's mm-hmm. always Th- that. This, yeah. The point yeah. of this is not to explain... is not to show why the Empire thinks the clones are unfit, it's to explain the jump yeah. between clones and stormtroopers, mm-hmm. which, by well, the way, it, a couple weeks ago, I was talking to a buddy of mine who's not a big Star Wars fan. He likes Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He knows Star Wars. And um, he had mentioned, by the way, Mono, if you're listening to this, I'm talking about you. Hey, what's up? Um, he had mentioned he didn't realize that there was that the stormtroopers weren't clones. Because it's not really spelled out it's in the true. movies, mm-hmm. right? It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the movies, you no, maybe oh, they just change uniforms. And especially yeah. when Leia says, "Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper?" <laughs> right? Like as if they're all the same height. Because yeah, she was so. expecting bigger Luke. <laughs> right. She was expecting no! bigger Luke. <laughs> was it? Well, you Anyways. know what movie has some great bigger Luke evidence? Oh, good lord! Return of the Jedi. You know, we should talk about that. Stay tuned Monday for <laughs> yeah. us to talk about Return of the Jedi. I think it's a great discussion. So don't we promote that at the beginning of this? Yeah, but I'm going to promote it again. Yeah. So you seamless promotion, Brandon. Well, it's all right. about branding, seamless promotion. You know what they say, ABC. Never underestimate Always be. Come promoting. Come promoting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I will say about the Stormtroopers versus Clone Troopers thing. I mean, Stormtroopers are just like easier to like. It's easier to just get all these people. Well, it's also to they're enlist. easier to replace. They're probably less you know, expensive. They're to be cheaper. Honest. They're yeah. cheaper than clones. They they have to write the Kamen Owens a check every month. Well, I will, <laughs> well to be fair, they still have to pay payroll for the stormtroopers. The the clones. So it's that's an interesting point, right? The clones are probably cheaper 
Yeah. With an existing cloning facility, but Mm. since that doesn't exist anymore, now the stormtroopers are cheaper. Yeah. So it's complicated. They also don't want like a whole species of people that make the, like, they're making the clones. The clones, you don't know what, like, cocktail juices they're putting in this clone cocktail. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like, they don't know. The Empire doesn't have full control, even if they want to, even if they have the inhibitor chips. In the back of their heads, they're like, well, you it's an illusion. Fl- you never had control. <laughs> they could that's be, the that's the illusion. That's the wait. No, yeah, could that's be, the that, illusion. They could okay. be uh, yeah, putting just, fluoride in the dress. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, and um, it activates the lysine, right? Lysine rich. Uh, real, yeah. <laughs> real, real quick, lysine deficiency. We got our uh, we got some on questions. A, yeah, on, yeah, island, yeah. on an island that's rich in plants that <laughs> are full of lysine. Uh, we got our we got some questions. So I'm gonna go with the. Uh, with the question about Bad Batch first. Sure. Um, from um, my favorite name to say on the show, IT Mama. Okay, that's what, yep. Yeah, we've, we've established that. Um, uh, do you think, so uh, spoilers for the Bad Batch, by the way. Spoilers for, <laughs> this question will spoil Bad Batch. <laughs> Episode three. Episode three. Right. Um, do you think the clones have the ability to rationalize the chip-based decisions oh. in, high, in hindsight? Cody seemed gen, uh, genuinely mm. traumatized by his actions, and it almost seems as if, as if he blamed himself for Order 66. We know a lot about the clones that took their chips out, but it's scary to think about all these decent people just believing they're monsters. Mm-hmm. So this goes back to what you asked. Do the yeah. clones know about the chips? I don't know if they know about the That's chips. A, yeah, right? uh, yeah, like, you would... There's whispers that they'll be like, hey, you know, Rex got his, got his got his chip taken out. They, they have to know that something's wrong. Like they ha- like like they follow the order because they're programmed to. But afterwards, like Cody said, they got to live with their decision. Well, I do think there would they got to sit with it. I do think there would be some number of clones that are loyal enough to the Republic slash Empire mm-hmm. to follow the order without the chip. I wonder what I wonder what generation of clone, like what batch of clone or more. I don't know. And, and some of them and some of them will go. Yeah, I believe. The Empire, I believe the Emperor, the Jedi, the Jedi they, were staging a coup. Remember, we the Clone Wars very much focuses on the clones mm-hmm. that were directly working with the Jedi. Yeah. There's a lot more clones than that, mm-hmm. right? A right. lot of them didn't necessarily know the Jedi on a personal level in the same mm-hmm. way. Um, they would but, probably see them being heroic on the battlefield in the distance, but a lot of them fought wars without Jedi right by their sure. side. But someone like Cody has doubts afterwards. Right. Like he's like, all right, yeah, shoot at Obi-Wan. I missed. Way to go, Cody. <laughs> so kind of a kind of a lame uh, answer to your question, but I don't know if they have the ability to rationalize the decisions made well under the chip. I, I would I assume, don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't based on what we see in Rebels with mm-hmm. uh Wolf and Gregor, it seems like no. Right? It seems yeah, like it yeah. it definitely because Wolf and Gregor got their chips removed later on, but they still executed like they executed Order 66 and they were still under the effects of that. Um, and it does seem like they're, they're very scarred by that, mm-hmm. um, by that occurrence. And it does seem like Cody definitely also is scarred by that. I mean, he gave that fucking thousand, thousand yard stare at the <laughs> yeah. memorial, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, he's been thinking about it for sure. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I think that that's what we're, something we're going to explore this season and yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, 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 my gut says, no, they don't have the ability to actually rationalize it. Um, what else do we have? Uh, any other questions? Oh, uh, we do, we do, and this is a controversial question. Ooh. So I'm going to go to Nep Nep's question first. Cool. Um, Kevin's not here. Oh yeah. Uh, Nep Nep, do me a favor, yell at Kevin for us because <laughs> <laughs> he still is on the hook for your question. That's right, he is. We didn't even forgot. Um, 
you just need him to be here, you know? Right. Uh, from Johnny Champagne, John Booze. Hell yeah. John Booze himself, or as I like to call him, Johnny Champagne. I love it. <laughs> um, uh, what is your stance on Grey Jedi? Wow. Like I said, controversial question, yes. Frank. Do they exist, or are they just Jedi who are one bad day away from <laughs> unlimited power? Can you balance the light and the dark? So okay. I wanna I wanna approach this this um I feel like you have a lot to say on this. Can I just go Yeah, first? why don't you yeah. take this first? Yeah. Um so I don't believe Grey Jedi exist. I think there is the light and there is the dark. And I think as it pertains to that's more of like if Jedi were actually real, like it was a real thing in our world, then mm-hmm. probably. But for the mythology that was in Star Wars, I don't think a grey Jedi would exist. I don't think you would have you would have someone in the middle, but I wouldn't call them a Jedi. A Jedi would is. Him, would you call them the Bendu? <laughs> uh, Bendu's not a Jedi, so perhaps. But he says I am the Bendu. I'm right. the one in the middle. So per- I say perhaps. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can be a gray Jedi. You are either a Jedi or you're not. So I think that's kind of more of an absolute mm-hmm. type of deal. Um, uh, I don't know, think you know, Frank. <laughs> yes, I know what I only said. the Sith deal in absolutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so no, I don't, I don't think a gray Jedi sh- is a thing. Yeah. I was going to say it depends on how you describe it, but I think the question did a good job of like someone balancing the light yeah. and the dark. Cause you look to go, well, cause to me, like the Jedi and the Sith are religions just because you're a light side user doesn't make you a Jedi. Just cause you're a dark side user doesn't make you a Sith. Ahsoka after she leaves the Jedi Order, is no longer a Jedi. Kylo Ren is not a Sith, like the but the but one uses the light and one uses the dark, and you it's easy to look. Oh, maybe Ahsoka is a gray Jedi because she's not part of the Jedi Order and she has like white lightsabers that are pretty badass. But like at at the end of the day, she doesn't use the dark side. So like by that definition, she's also not a gray Jedi. And I don't know. I think it's an interesting question. I feel like you can like dabble you know luke force chokes ray shoots lightning you could like dabble a little bit but i feel like if you try to use both like kind of yoda's warning comes to fruition that once you go down that dark path forever will it dominate your destiny you start dabbling with the dark side you're gonna fall down that path and it's going to it's gonna find a way to consume you because it's like this disease and it like spreads if there was a gray Jedi, you wouldn't last very long as a gray Jedi. I feel like because of what you're mm-hmm. saying, you you would eventually teeter over to the dark. Then if yeah. you're dabbling, like it's I don't. I but don't, maybe you teeter back. Maybe maybe so. Like I don't know. You could be definitively there's, a gray Jedi for like there needs to be. What's a, the half life of a gray Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> there, there there needs to be a balance in the Force, but that balance. You know, it doesn't reside in one person. Okay, no. so you know? uh, yeah. Frank, you said I had a lot to say about it, but you both covered uh, everything I was going to say excellently. <laughs> Look at that. So here's what I'll say. Wow. Uh, Johnny, I'm going to say this because you're my friend, um, and I like you. Um, and also, this is not point. This my response is not going to be pointed at you. It's pointed at the question. I think there's an inherent flaw in the question. Can there be a gray Jedi? No, because Jedi are Jedi. Sith are Sith, yeah. right? You're absolute Brandon's absolutely right. They're religion. Can there be a gray force user? Yes, I think so. Um, I think it's more complicated than that, though. Um, because we see the Bendu in Rebels, who says, you know, I am the Bendu, I am the one in the middle. He is neither light nor dark. He is both. He embodies both concepts. 
The question becomes, is the Bendu mortal? Can there be a mortal mm. force user that balances mm-hmm. both light and dark? I don't believe so. And for exactly what you guys said, once you start down the dark path, forever will it dominate your destiny. I don't agree with that out of Yoda because, again, that's absolutism. And I think it's a little bit more complex than that. I think the problem with the dark side is it is it's quicker, easier, more seductive. Uh, more seductive, as Yoda says. I think is a better way of saying mm-hmm. it. So once you start beginning to tap into that dark side energy, unless you cut it off, you're going to keep tapping into it more and more. You're going to keep going, well, maybe just a little bit of lightning here. Right. right? And then next time it's more lightning, more choking, more killing, right? More hate and anger driving your decisions. Um, But at the same time, I don't think the emotionless... um, state the Jedi hold themselves in is necessarily the right method either. And we see with the High Republic Jedi and the Clone Wars era Jedi that um, they're not necessarily, you know, emotionless, emotionless, but sometimes they cut off, you know, the simple joys in life that they need to remember. Hey, these are the things that make us human. And I'm using human in a very loose term, make us a sentient mortal, right? Um, uh, You need that humanity. From, from the stance of, of being a good guy, right? Because there's a difference between being in the light and being a good guy. You know, Star Wars hasn't really explored that in a big way, but this is present in a lot of other mediums where you might have someone who's in the light, but their actions aren't good. You know, they're following the path of the light and what makes them a good person. But Mace Windu is not a good person. Mace Windu kind of sucks, <laughs> you know? So actually, I think Mace Windu, I guess Mace Windu is our example of that, right? And yeah, in Legends, Mace Windu had a little bit of the thing where he tapped into the dark side and used the dark side to be a great lightsaber guy. That's dumb, right? <laughs> Mace, Mace is a bad person because he's so strict in following the teachings of the Jedi Order. And that's what makes you a light. That's what makes you a Jedi. Yeah. Being a gray Jedi means that like Anakin you're shirking those responsibilities. So arguably Anakin is your gray Jedi because Anakin used both the light side and the dark side. The problem is once he started using the dark side, he slowly, slowly, slowly slipped until he wasn't gray anymore. He's just black. Yeah. Right. The force in star Wars is black and white. Do I think we have some examples of people that use both? I do. But I think whenever we see those characters, they're either slipping away from the light side and into dark or shirking off the dark side in order to embrace the light. I think the only time we can actually see a gray Jedi, quote unquote, is when they're in transition into another state of being either a dark side user or being redeemed. Mm -hmm. Sure. Right. So I, I don't. Yeah, I think the problem is with the question. If if we're looking at a gray force user, yeah, we have examples of that. The only good example we have is the Bendu, right? And and the father on Mortis. Yeah. But, the, but again, it. neither He's, of those are mortal, yeah. you know, free. Mm-hmm. Neither of them are mortal. And you could argue the father on Mortis doesn't have free will even. Right, like he's that's, in. That's, I think that's completely outside right. of the scope of well, but the that's Jedi. My, right? But that's but, my yeah, point, yeah, right? Yeah. My point is, if if I if I approach the question from the from the idea of a force user, then 
Yeah, you can have great force users, but not not free will decision making, you know, with yeah. choice and emotion in the same way that a human does. Once you get into aliens and, you know, extra dimensional beings, then, yeah, you can have that. But but when we're talking about humans or very um, near human mortals, mortals, no, you cannot, you know, and I and again, I'm kind of coming at this from a fantasy standpoint, right? Like, you know. It's it doesn't it just does the force. But I think to quote Han Solo, that's not how the force works. <laughs> but I think even just like apply it into your own life. If you do, you know, um, bad things, you know, like if I steal from the 7-Eleven every once in a while, that's you know, no big deal. But then I'm like, well, why am I buying anything at all? Yeah, well, I just do all the time then. Right. What are you admitting yeah. to, Frank? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So like, He's admitting why he doesn't start down the dark path. Right, mm. because it just leads into yeah. more temptation, more, um, you know, it's quicker and easier to steal than it is mm-hmm. for me to go make and earn money at my job. I can just, you know, so like you're dabbling in the dark side in your own real life, and mm-hmm. that will eventually, I'm not in the middle, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, only because I do it a little bit. It's a, it's, an, em- it's, it's like, an it's an emotional tug of war. Also, to use the dark side, you have to be angry. Yeah, right. And hateful. In our, and that's that's and the part dark of the, side re- and the light side requires peace and tranquility. Yeah, that's that's part of the issue, right? Yeah, you can tap into the dark side with moments of anger, mm-hmm. but now that you've tapped into it, well, what if next time I just get a little more angry, or what right. if I what if I let that anger in, or not wall it mm-hmm. off? Right. The problem is the force is such an emotional power source. From a you know from a magic system perspective, God, we're gonna have this metaphysics of the force <laughs> Man, episode. You better one start day. planning it out. I know. You, I need, you need to. I need a syllabus. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I do. Um, all right. I think that's gonna wrap yeah. it up here. Unless we have another question. Uh, well, my question is: Are you guys excited for Monday? I am. Yeah. yeah. Is is Return of the Jedi your favorite? No. No. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, guys. I like it a lot. Here's here's what we're gonna talk about Monday: Yub Nub or the celebration theme? Jedi rocks, lofty neck. Eyebrows, no eyebrows. Weird tentacle beaky thing, boring ass Sarlacc. <laughs> you tell us, guys. Um, and stay tuned for our answers and and much more fun on Monday. Guys, like, subscribe, tune in next Thursday for more Bad Batch. And mon- every Monday we're tackling the Star Wars saga films. Skywalker saga. Well, well this is... Because when we get to Mando, then we're done. For a little bit. Well, but those aren't right. Anyways, but we're tackling the movies. The we're Skywalker the saga movies. is the saga films. And and who's well, gonna tackle yeah. who's gonna tackle those movies? Someone that loves you. <laughs> Scoundrel. Scoundrel. I like the sound of that. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.